This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. Hope you're all having a fantastic end to your week. I can't believe this week is finally coming to an end. It feels like it's been actually not finally it feels like it's been such a short week but hope you're all ending it on a very high note um we have lots and lots to discuss right here on the show this is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup on everything that is happening in the tech world in the uae and all around the world we're going to be starting out with very interesting topics especially for those who tend to use their emirates id quite often because our emirates id if we're living right here in the uae we all know they are basically our very own lifeline and so we're going to be talking about two applications that you need to have on your phone if you want to go ahead and be able to run everything very smoothly. We're also going to be talking about uh, Twitter as always, as well as the world's fastest shoes and how they are can basically increase walking speeds by about 250%. We're also going to be talking about how you can basically win yourself a $75 prize as a contest is approaching us that can basically allow us to track objects in dark by using AI. So if you have any invention that could potentially help pitch it, you can help uh, pitch it into this contest, you may just get a chance to win $75,000. We're also talking about the UAE becoming the world's first utility provider to use ChatGPT. And so we're going to tell you exactly how the UAE government is planning to embed this extremely intelligent uh, AI. We're also going to be talking about the OnePlus pad and how it has basically been the missing piece of the ecosystem puzzle. Lots and lots is in store right here on today's show. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Technologic. Technologic. Technology discussions that affect us all. It's Future Talk. You're listening to Pulse 95. Yeah. Is this the
change is happening. So has the environment around dealing with More solar panels are needed if we're going to step up our global use of renewable energy. Buildings are responsible for 28% of global emissions, yet around 40% of existing commercial buildings can't go solar because most solar panels are too heavy. But not for long. Solar panels thinner than a pencil have just been invented and represent a peak of innovation in the industry. These air solar panels are lighter and designed to reduce heavy weights on any rooftop. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup on everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Living right here in the UAE, we all know that our Emirates ID is basically our lifeline. Whether it is traveling at the airport or traveling from the airport, um, being able to get your COVID tests results, being able to uh, register sometimes for even schools, universities. You need your Emirates ID and so many services are easily done by using it. And so now UAE residents are actually advised to download the UAE. UAE ICP app as well as the UAE Pass for easy access to different services. Now both these applications heavily depend on our very own Emirates ID and particularly if they have if you've previously worked at different government departments then you definitely know that you need this uh, these two apps to be able to apply for leaves, to be able to travel, to get a digital signature you name it. Now, for those of you who don't know much about the UAE Pass, it is the first secure national digital identity for citizens and residents, which basically enables you to access many online services across various sectors. So we're talking about being able to sign and authenticate documents as well as uh, get transactions done digitally. Requesting a digital version of your official documents can also be done on the UAE Pass app, as well as using these official documents to request for other services. And so if you don't have it, you're definitely missing out. Even the uh, MOI app, which a lot of us use it if we want to find out if we've got any traffic fines, if we want to renew our digital, uh, our uh, driving license, if we want to reapply for uh, our car registration, you name it. You can easily log into your MOI app if you have the UAE Pass and you've got it all logged in. Um, earlier this year, we've seen the federal authority the Federal Authority for Identity and Nationality, Customs and Port Security uh, also call on all individuals to go ahead and download the UAE ICP application because they've got a lot of services offered. One of them being being uh, one of them being requesting a visit visa for a relative or a friend. Uh, the ICP is not mandatory, but if you do have it, it will help you out so much because you can basically have uh, the person's visa page uh, and Emirates ID handy instead of carrying a hard copy or even being able to save a soft copy on your mobile. Once again, the UAE Pass as well. It's not mandatory. However, if you've got it, it makes things a lot easier, and it's part of the digital transformation the UAE government is going for and trying to implement on different sectors. Uh, another example is, let's say someone uh, was previously working at a government entity right here in the UAE and then the next day they decided to work at another department at every authority you do not need to create a new login or account because everything is basically on the cloud on the app UAE pass so even if you're traveling outside the country if a person has a verified UAE pass then that person can even do digital signatures 
of their documents while being abroad. So that makes it a lot easier, especially if you're someone who tends to travel often. You don't need to be physically in the UAE to be able to finish all of your all of your documentation. We've also seen a major update to the visa system uh, when the ICP added the Emirates ID to replace the visa sticker on residence passports. And so that's yet another reason for us to go ahead and download it. The UAE Pass basically will extract details from your Emirates ID to reveal different information about you, like the Emirates ID number, its issue date, its expiry date, and even details about your employer. A typing center agent in the UAE has even said that the UAE ICP portal helps in applying for the visa. Because if you want to check the validity of the visa, if you want to check for any fines, then all you got to do is basically check out the ICP app. You can even get a soft copy of your Emirates ID and view your residency approval over there as well. You can find both applications for free on both the Google Play Store as well as the Apple iOS Store. And if you want to find out more details about what each of them is capable of doing, you can always check out the UAE government's website. They constantly add uh, different uh, perks of these different applications and how they can come in handy. But a quick roundup. Basically, you can use it for authentication, the UAE Pass. It can help you prove who you are from your phone. I personally use it on a day-to-day basis if I want to apply for leaves. I can just open up my UAE pass and I'm immediately logged in to the cloud system of my workplace. Um, You can also use it to digitally sign documents, to verify signed documents, and to even request for official documents. The UAE ICP, it's a bit different. It helps you apply for a residence entry permit for any of your family members. It even allows you to apply or renew the residence permits of your family members. You can apply for canceling residency for anyone sponsored under your sponsorship. Apply for a visit visa for any of your relatives. You can even generate the travel the travel status report uh, through the application itself. You can request a new or renew you, your very own UAE passport. Print the family book for uh, the Emiratis living right here in the UAE and extend your on-arrival visa through the application as well and easily pay for fines for any visas and residencies. Let me know if you've got this app, both apps downloaded, the UAE ICP as well as the UAE Pass, and what do you use them for? 4215, share with us your thoughts. We'll be taking a very short break, but when we come back, we are talking about how you can have the golden chance of winning $75,000 as part of a contest that is targeting all tech enthusiasts right here in the UAE. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. There is a golden chance to win $75,000. If you are a tech enthusiast and you love inventing and creating different things and you live right here in the UAE because they are launching a contest. More specifically, uh, the Emirate of Abu Dhabi, the capital of the UAE, has basically launched this brand new competition to create artificial intelligence solutions that are capable of tracking objects in the dark. This can basically impact automotive and healthcare industries, emergency services, as well as disaster management and so much more. Believe it or not, a lot of people may be thinking, why do we need to track objects in the dark? But in cases of natural disasters, which we have definitely uh, sadly seen increasingly around the world, as well as in cases of difficult weather conditions, you need emergency services to be able to navigate through the dark, navigate through the dust storms, as well as heavy rainstorms at any point to help get to the people that are in need and to help save lives. And so 
we've seen a new challenge that goes by the name the Infrared Tracking Challenge that has been launched by Technology Innovation Institute's Autonomous Robotic Research Centers right here in the UAE. And the award for the winning sub submission is going to be a total of $75,000. Now, Chief Researcher at the Cryptography Research Center, Dr. Najwa Araj, actually did add a lot of details on how this competition is basically going to help the UAE in general discover machine learning based solutions that can detect, track and re-identify objects in the dark with only thermal or heat data. So depending on the heat data emitting from the source that is in need of help, they'll be able to arrive to him. We've seen autonomous ground vehicles that can basically understand their environment by applying deep learning based algorithms, uh, as well as allowing the different information that the sensors can detect to immediately hit that object. We've also seen that the competition itself has been bringing together a lot of innovators, a lot of technical experts, research institutes, as well as university students from around the world to develop approaches to efficiently track objects in the dark in both structured and unstructured environments. So the objects in question could basically include pedestrians, buggies, motorcycles, and so much more. And so these AI solutions is basically going to make it possible for infrared thermal imaging to come in hand in, ter in terms of emergency services. It's also going to help enhance night vision as well. Now, the, data the database that these um, systems are being fed with or the data sets to be more specific, they include pictures of roads in urban, rural, and other environments that are taken during the day and taken at night. And they're basically gonna help improve autonomous perception in different traffic conditions. The flow of images from a vehicle's two sensors are captured. And then these both are used to feed the AI algorithms that power different vehicle systems. The images captured must be annotated clearly so that they can help the algorithm learn from them. And we've seen that in healthcare, thermal imaging can basically reveal inflamed tissue. They can help doctors detect muscle injuries, diabetes, monitor peripheral circulation order disorders, as well as identify tumors in some cases. And that's just to name a few. And so if we can hopefully put this into action when it comes to emergency services, we're definitely going to be saving the lives of so many people. Let us know, 4215, do you know any tech innovator or inventor who would love to be a part of this competition? As well as uh, we are approaching the UAE, or we are currently in the UAE Innovation Month. And so it's definitely a great chance for us to kind of spark new creativity and more interest when it comes to the tech industry let me know your thoughts 4215 we'll be taking a very short break but when we come back we're talking everything twitter and the big news on how it was actually down for about 90 minutes yesterday a lot of users were getting a random message and we're going to be getting into that in just a bit pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download Sadly, this is not the best news about Twitter because it was down for about 19 minutes yesterday. A lot of users were frustrated and sadly, they couldn't report on Twitter because a lot of people, a lot of people tend to go ahead and kind of vent on Twitter whenever a social media platform is down. And so they couldn't do that yesterday. And so today we are getting all the feedback. So... Twitter stopped working for many users, forcing them to basically use the schedule tweets function if they wanted to post any updates. So every user was receiving a message saying, you are over the daily limit for sending tweets. 
and live updates were actually down for about 90 minutes and started showing up again after that. So now it's up and running just fine, but yesterday tweets couldn't be posted from mobile phones and every time someone did try to do that, they would get either a message saying tweet not sent or we're sorry we weren't able to send your tweet, would you like to retry or save this tweet in drafts? And users also weren't able to send or even load direct messages. Now the service was mostly up back or back up running uh, after a few minutes, we're talking 90 minutes to be more specific and so direct messages were however not available even after the 90 minutes, it took them a lot longer to be able to get them back up and running. While the site was down, a lot of users were still able to schedule tweets, schedule posts, which came in handy for those who had, we could say, tight agreements with specific brands, as Twitter is a means of living for a lot of people around the world. Twitter has not announced any update to its daily limits, and the error seems to be the result of a temporary glitch based on a tweet from the company uh, that we also got later yesterday. And so a lot of users were worried that this is another scheme that Elon Musk is doing to create revenue out of the platform. They were worried that now they had to kind of sign up for a, a limit to how much they can tweet per day, which honestly would be out of this world if Elon Musk decides to implement something like that. Um, a lot of people have been very happy that Twitter is back up and running. For some, there are still a few glitches. However, for the majority of the people, they are able to use it just fine. According to Twitter's website, because a lot of people were still sketch, feeling like it's sketchy what just happened, um, the company does limit the number of tweets that people can send to 2,000, 2,400 tweets per day. Um, the daily limit for direct messages is 500. However, unless you're going to be tweeting every second of the, not even every second of the day, you'll have to tweet multiple times per second or per minute, you wouldn't be able to reach this limit. Twitter CEO Elon Musk has so far fired roughly 80% of the company's workforce since he acquired the company in late October. And so we've definitely seen a lot more issues since then because not there's not much monitoring on the platform like we used to see before. Let us know, were you affected by this outage? And how long did it take for Twitter to be back up and running for you? 4215, share with us your thoughts. We're jumping straight to the sports headlines, taking a very short break. But when we come back, we're talking everything about ChatGPT and how the UAE government, uh, more specifically utility provider, is planning to become the world's first to embed this artificial intelligence into your system. Keep all 75 locked. We'll be right back. Take this out. Take this out. The very well-known ChatGPT is not just making a move when it comes to residents right here in the UAE and all around the world, but also when it comes to governments as well as utility providers, because the UAE is planning to become the world's first utility provider to use ChatGPT. Now we've, for those of you who don't know much about ChatGPT, it's basically been changing the way people view artificial intelligence. It can help you write stories, write essays, it can crack jokes, it can even help you out with math problems, although I wouldn't heavily depend on it because it's not the most accurate when it comes to those. And it can also think very critically. The best part about it is it can always have a dialogue. So you can 
let it know if, if you don't specifically like this, the way an answer is phrased or if you need more details on it. It's very interactive. And so this is exactly why this viral chatbot has actually been of interest right here in the UAE and more specifically for the UAE government. Now, the Dubai Electricity and Water Authority has announced that it's actually planning to embed ChatGPT into its system to help improve its services. It will become the first utility globally as well as the first UAE government entity to use this brand new technology. So the utility service provider wants to basically provide services that are supported by this technology and also employ it to help serve customers better. And so we will definitely be witnessing the smart algorithms that ChatGPT is capable of having and that are basically distinguishing it from any other AI that has ever been invented before, apart from Bard, because we definitely know that Google is planning to kind of beat ChatGPT when it comes to that era. Um, but we've definitely seen it kind of have a much better capability of interacting with users when it comes to dialogue um, it has a lot of abilities when it comes to learning and understanding the needs of the user that is talking to it as well as the inquiry that it's given it's also capable of writing programming codes solving coding problems and even creating different scenarios and so this new technology by Diwa has actually been introduced in support of the UAE US technology major of course Microsoft we definitely know Microsoft Microsoft has been investing millions and millions of dollars into the creator of ChatGPT, which is uh, OpenAI, because you know what, wherever there's gold, they want to go ahead and be a supporter of that because if ChatGPT succeeds, they will be a part of the success. And they also want to kind of bring back Bing, making it the one of the best, uh, we could say, search engines when it comes to the race with Google. Uh, we are definitely seeing that the UAE government wants to support this technology because they believe it will contribute to shaping a new digital future for the Emirate through Digital Diwa, which will then become the world's first UAE a digital utility to use autonomous systems for renewable energy as well as storage. The UAE is also currently looking into how the viral chatbot and other similar technologies can also impact the government work when it comes to public transportation. And so we have a lot to get excited for living right here in the UAE. I'd love to hear your thoughts. 4215, how do you believe ChatGPT will help improve uh, the first utility to program to be able to use this technology which is Diwa a lot of people heavily depend on it to pay their electricity bills to pay their water bills so let us know how do you think it's going to be changing it up we'll be taking a very short break but when we come back if you are the type of person who tends to walk very slow we have got the perfect solution for you the world's fastest shoes have officially made their debut and they can potentially increase your walking speed by 250%. Keep all 95 locked. Take this man. All 95. Everything walking speed and more specifically how you can basically stop being very slow when you're walking. A lot of people get this comment. I have gotten this comment previously because you know what? We don't some people just don't know how to walk very fast or it's just not embedded into them. And so if you're that type of person, we've got the perfect solution for you. The world's fastest shoes have officially made a debut or the, at least that's what the brand um, kind of takes as a statement, as a promise. They can basically increase your walking speed by 250%. However, they come at a very hefty price tag. We're talking about the cost of $1,400. However, they will make you feel like you're always 
on a moving sidewalk instead of feeling like you're the one doing the effort. And so Pittsburgh-based startup Shift Robotics has basically invested and invented these shoes that can let you walk 250% faster without expending any extra energy. And you can even own the pair of the speed boosting kicks for $1,400. Now, traveling with a bike, skateboard, or scooter, we've always known that it's a lot better for the environment than using a car. However, if you're living in a place where traffic congestion can turn a five minute drive into a 20 minute trek, this could be the perfect solution for you. Now, those devices all require some degree of skill to use, though, so you do need to take into mind that you could potentially crash. However, they do minimize the risks. Uh, the more clumsy amongst us can often stick with the so easy a toddler can do it alternative, which is walking, but that can sometimes be painfully slow. And so now we've seen what this mechanical engineer can basically come up with. Uh, he has a very interesting name he's chinese so i'm not gonna even try to pronounce his name but we'll go with the name zhang zhang basically created what is known as the moonwalker it can basically be used to commute to work and at the same time help you walk a lot faster when when you're with people uh, that tend to walk very fast and so these moonwalkers are kind of like a cross between shoes and motorized roller sk skates that can basically boost your walking speed a lot more. The best part about it is that you're not going to feel more tired after walking that fast because the the shoes themselves are basically kind of like walking robots. They have been designed so that they can give you that uh, quick move without necessarily allowing you to exert a lot of energy. So moonwalkers, basically they strap onto the bottom of whatever shoes you're already wearing. You could still keep the shoes that you're wearing on, but to activate them, you basically lift one of your heels and you give it a little bit of a twist in before setting it back down. To deactivate them, you just lift that same heel back up and you set it right back down. Once it's activated, the sensors in the shoes will basically collect data on your gait, how fast you tend to move, how fast do you tend to walk, what is your walking style, and so much more. And these machine learning algorithms will then use the data to control the speed at which all eight motorized wheels on the bottom of each shoes go ahead and rotate in. There's no need to balance. A lot of people may be thinking that because the minute I heard about these types of shoes, I immediately thought of what was known. I don't know if everyone called it the same way, but they were called Heelys. Um, they were very popular in my childhood and a lot of people loved wearing them. Yet a lot of people struggled with the balance aspect. Same with roller skates. However, these are very different. There is no need to balance. You just have to walk a little bit faster to accelerate and you walk a little bit slower to decelerate and they will get the job done for you. Uh, the average walking speed for people is actually about two to four miles per hour. At three miles per hour, say you could take possibly 10, 20 minutes to cover a mile, but moonwalkers can basically increase that to seven miles per hour or just 8.6 minutes to walk a mile. There is That's basically we could say a solid running pace, but you won't work up a sweat. The best part about this experience is it's usually described as similar to walking on a moving sidewalk at an airport. And that probably is my favorite part of airports. You can walk on the, um, what was it called? You walk on that fast belt and it feels like you're walking a lot faster, but you aren't really exerting any energy. Let us know, 4215, would you purchase these pairs of shoes or this pair of shoes? And what would you use it for? would use it for the commute to work especially when you're running late or 
if you tend to walk with others who tend to walk a lot faster than you. 4215, share with us your thoughts. But this does conclude Future Talk for today. I truly hope you've enjoyed this hour with me just as much as I did. And I cannot wait to be back with you tomorrow. Same time, same place, bringing you the latest tech innovations taking place right here in the Emirates of Sharjah as well as the UAE. I want to wish you a beautiful weekend ahead. Keep Pulse 25 locked because our shows will keep you entertained throughout the day. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.